Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast, episode 52. And we are covering Snowfall, episode 5, titled 7-4. I just wanted to come on. I uh, just dropped my Raising Canaan, so make sure you check that out. Episode 8 was straight fire, but I won't be on probably until the end of the week, probably Thursday or Friday. I haven't, I'll, I'll see how things are going, but I want to take a few days off. So I wanted to drop enough content to get you guys through the week. <laughs> so um, Friday, I did do episode four of Snowfall. Saturday, I um, dropped my 50th episode that was based on my favorite top 50 movies of the 90s. So check that out. I just dropped Raising Canaan and I said, you know what, let's do one more. We'll um, do a recap of episode five. It wasn't a lot going on in there. It was more like what I like to call the filler episode. So I can recap that really fast. So I won't be on to the end of the week. I really have to get my dribble right, you guys, with this book and with my writing. And when I get in that writing bag, I my mind just is taken over by that. I get in my bag, I get the writing, and I don't have time to do other things. So um, in the afternoons this week, I'll be doing a lot of writing. And I have a couple other things to take care of. So I won't drop another podcast, possibly Friday. I might come on Thursday. But definitely for sure Friday we'll be back to dropping our snowfall content good news for my snowfall listeners uh they just dropped the production that they are back in production so season five probably will drop I'm thinking like in March or February so they're back filming so I cannot wait and by that by that time we'll have been to knock all this out we'll have been to get the documentaries and everything because with the snowfall we're going to do each episode I'm loving that I'm trying to keep it like 30 minutes by we're doing dissecting each episode and when we did our narcos we were doing two at a time so i'm trying to only keep it like 30 minutes so i don't have you guys on too long uh another thing we're going to do the crack documentary when we talk about crack you know we got to talk about reagan so i want to do his documentary as well we did freeway rick if you haven't check that out um but yeah so i'll be going for a couple days but i'll be back towards the end of the week um just want to you know focus on my writing for a couple days but other than that don't forget to follow me on my social media platforms alicia shanice for facebook ig uh follow my playlist on spotify i made it public all of my music playlists are titled shanice loves so follow me on there don't forget to cop that book i've been talking to y'all about it's straight fire some things i've been through a memoir by jamil from gully tv Lindsay, and do not forget my friend is opening up a spa and it is called ambience health and wellness spa she'll be doing so many things with the colonics the himalayan salt uh, <clears throat> the uh sauna therapies the iconic foot baths the vaginal steams she'll be doing it all I'll keep shouting it out. And when she opens those doors, I will drop that address. So, you know, all good things come coming. All good things coming. We're talking positive vibes, positive energy, all that good stuff, right? So I hope you guys are enjoying this beautiful Sunday. And I hope you guys enjoy the content because I just dropped like four. It's going to be my fourth episode since Friday. So 
I'm dropping the content, trying to, you know, keep the consistency. It's the consistency for me. <laughs> so on that note, let's go ahead and get into the show, you guys. Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice and she's the one. All right, so this episode, it was more like I, I like to call a filler. It wasn't too strong, but season one, I know it starts off slow. And I am saying this for my, my new people because I got some people who I um, know have never watched it and they couldn't get off into it at first. So I know it starts off slow, but I promise you it is one of the most best authentic shows out there. And all the stuff that is happening in season one is very important. So we open up and we see the plane has either crashed or broke down with Alejandro and Teddy, the plane that they were flying. And we really don't know what happened at this point because Alejandro is on the ground. His head is all wrapped up. He, you know, is bleeding from his head. Teddy is bugging out as usual. Teddy is just not stable. <laughs> so we kind of don't know what happened. We don't know how it went down, but we see the, te- the, the, the plane has crashed, but Teddy is not wounded. I don't see a scar on him, not even a scratch. We go into the next scene and we see Gustavo and Lucia. They're in there. He's bagging up. We see the ladies show up and she's like, you know, there's no work today. So they're talking about the holiday approaching and she's asking him, you know, if he has plans. And he like, you know, yeah, of course I do. And we know Gustavo ain't got nothing to do. So she kind of like kisses him on the cheek. Okay. That's where we at now. She like, have a good day also. And that's pretty much that. We go into the next scene and we see Franklin. He's in the house and he kind of like has a picture that he's looking at. He's looking through some old pictures and he's just looking at one. So Sissy ends up walking in. He kind of puts the picture down and they kind of get to talking about how he quit Cho's. He's no longer working at Cho's. And this is her first time hearing of it. And, you know, he's talking about his dad. He like, you know, I barely recognized him on this picture. And she tells him that she took the picture. So we know that it's a lot going on with his dad, but they're not kind of going back, you know, telling us everything yet. But it's going to be a lot to come with Mr. Alton. So. Franklin, he goes looking for his dad. He goes under the underpath, you know, he's asking around and he ends up finding out where his dad is at. And he goes and he bails him out. It's like in a clinic though. And when his dad comes out, they look at each other. You know, his his dad, he catches them off guard when he sees who bails him out. And he kind of looks at Franklin, but Franklin, you know, like I said, it's a lot of history that at this point they're not letting us in on. And when Franklin sees the kind of look that Alton gives him, it's more like um, it's more like a, a look of shock. And it wasn't the look he was expecting because it kind of was, like, oh, it's you. And Franklin just peels out of there. And but Alton does it. You know, he looks like he wants to go catch up with them, but he doesn't. And that's how that goes. So it's going to be a lot of history that come out of that. And I love that how they build it that up and showed that scene. 
Um, we go into the next scene and we see Gustavo. He's kind of like pacing back and forth around his house. He's all alone. Like, remember, he told uh, Lucia he had plans. He did not have any plans. He's kind of pacing back and forth. And Pedro comes over to talk to him. And he tells them that, you know, it'll look good if he comes to their house for the 4th of July. He's already told his dad they're working together and it'll look odd if he just always, you know, never shows up and they don't know who he is. So he like, that'll be a good look. He like, but you got to come dressed and prepared. That's one thing Pedro can do. If he can't do, he's a brat and he's this, but Pedro, he always, he dress up, he dress, he looks nice. And he tells, um, Gustavo, put some clothes on. <laughs> So we get into the next scene and we see Teddy. He is um, in the Mexico desert. The plane is crashed. He is losing his damn mind, honey child. Alejandro is passed out. He got blood coming from his head. He bandaged up. And Teddy just starts slapping him. Like, wake up. Wake up. Teddy, Teddy is not stable at this point. And, you know, he's going back and forth. And it was his idea to switch routes and land there. Remember when they were in the jungle, he switched up plans then. Alejandro did not want to land there. And that was all Teddy's idea. So we still kind of don't know what happened, how he lost control of the plane or whatever. But Teddy is losing his mind. So we go to Jerome's house. And it's one of those old school barbecues. I, I used to love, you know, we don't have those barbecues like we did back in the day. They got Teddy Pendergrass playing love and a TKO. You got the old school barbecue. You got um Mel. You see little Mel. She comes with her little dish. Her and Franklin get their little flirt on, honey. We see Sissy sitting there having her good old time. Everybody dancing. Sissy shaking it like it's hot because uh, she flirting with a guy. But then... She asks uh, Louis, she's like, is he looking over here, girl? <laughs> but her whole vibe changes when she sees Alton walking in there. You know, she goes off. She like, what the? She jumps in his face. She like, what the blank is you doing here? She lets him have it. And that just lets you know right there from the picture scene at the beginning of the episode, from Franklin going down there in a look of, you know, wanting your dad, but not wanting to reach out yourself or, you know, that look, it's a lot of past history there. It's a lot of history there. And, you know, for all of my people who are already caught up and just listening to the recaps, you know what it is. But for my new people, it's a lot of history there. And, you know, when a woman is that hurt and mad, shit, she's been a lot of tears shed and that's the fed up you know fed up thing so she like look you can stay here she even kind of go off on franklin when when she finds out that he bailed his dad out and she tells him like you can go ahead and stay here but you gonna clean yourself up you know where the bathroom at so like i said it's a lot of history here and this probably ain't nothing new for them you know it, they handle him like it was second nature so we're still at the barbecue and we see Jerome. He asks Franklin about, you know, his pistol. And Franklin basically lets him know he had to do what he had to do. It's not in his possession right now. And that pisses Jerome's off. They kind of have words. Louis kind of eases up because she knows a lot of this is, you know, it's not, of course, Franklin is grown, but 
in it, you know, he has to handle his adult responsibilities, of course. But a lot of this is on Louis as well as being an aunt, the older adult who took him to Claudius. So, um, in the meantime, while they're arguing, we see Alton, his father, is watching from the window. So he can kind of already figure out Franklin is in the game, but he probably just thinks he's working for um Jerome at the at the moment. You know, he probably thinks he's working for Jerome and he doesn't know about Avi yet. And of course, he had the money to bail him out. So Gustavo and Pedro, they show up for that um, Pedro's family gathering. And Gustavo all dressed up. Gustavo cleaned up real nice. He looking all nice. And Pedro's just playing games at this point. We see Lucio. She's happy to see Gustavo. She walks up. She's like, hey, also. And he introduces uh, <clears throat> Gustavo to Lucia's father. I mean, not Lucia's, Pedro's father. And they, he, Pedro's father asks, can they go talk in private? When Gustavo leaves with Pedro's father, uh, Lucia, she kind of goes off on Pedro. And we see this was all a part of his little sick plan. He, he's a five-year-old. And he kind of gives her the same line she gave him. Nope, chin up this that like chastising her and at this point it's just bad to do business with pedro pedro is just the fuck up period and <clears throat> we go back into the mexico desert and we see teddy is still in the desert he is going through it he um he <clears throat> he's trying to get the plane back right he's trying to help alejandro he puts him up in a plane he lifts him up He's just trying to, he almost damn near passes out itself from dehydration. You know, he, he don't know if he coming or going. So it's a lot going on in the desert scene. And that's pretty much the basis that wraps that up with them. Is they're trying to, he's trying to, you know, get the plane back working and get out of that desert. So back at Jerome house, honey, he lighting the fire, fireworks up on the roof. He didn't set the damn roof up on fire. But we see that this is like a normal tradition for them. It's a, it's a yearly tradition that they do every year. He lights fireworks up on the roof. And they is just having them a good old funky time. But on the porch, Leon is trying to warn Franklin about Lenny and Ray Ray. They are doing get back at this point. Very important. Lenny and Ray Ray. Now, you know, they is straight in get back mode because the money is gone and Lenny has been through what he's been through and uh Leon tries to warn Franklin like Franklin you need to hear this the streets is talking and JJ and his girl just got murdered and JJ is one of Carvel homeboys so they probably rolling around looking for Carvel and shooting up they spot and they don't even know Carvel already did he out in the Mojave Desert, Barry. But so he letting him know that Lenny and Ray Ray out there. And Franklin, Franklin is not trying to hear it. And then Kevin can see, like, let's talk about what's really bothering you. And it's his father being there. And then it's good that you can see that Leon and Kevin realizes that. And we see the bond they had, the brotherhood. They grew up from best friends from when they were very much adolescents. So Alan comes comes over there and him and Franklin gets talking and it's a very tense moment and Franklin is very disrespectful like I get it your dad this did this, this and that but I you know like he's trying to do small talk with him he's like I remember when y'all was knee high them boys and been around and he like yeah whatever Alton and 
you know, he's like telling him like, what are you doing here? And he tells him like, look, you came to see me. So, you know, you paid your money to my home, you know, to he paid one, he paid the $20 to his homeboy to tell him where Alton was at. So he like, you know, get your money's worth. Talk to me. And then Franklin just goes off like, shut the fuck up. And I was like, damn, you just gonna talk to your daddy like that. But Alton, he don't, he don't, he don't, he pushes back. Like, he like, I'm not trying to hear you coming around here talking about you sorry. And his dad kind of goes off like, sorry is the last thing I'm in. All I wanted to do was be the man, the, the freest man I could be. So we can just tell that it's a lot of history in there. And we see a hurt young man with people with no fathers and mourn for that father's love. You know, we can just see that. Franklin wants his daddy around. You know, if he would he wouldn't have been looking at those pictures, reminiscing like that, or he wouldn't have just went and looking for his daddy. But, you know, like I said, it's a lot of history there. And he he just can read between them. He like I he's seeing the words coming from you and Jerome. I know you probably out there hustling. So we see Jerome. He sets the, the fireworks up again, got the fire going, and they just having them a good old time. You know, the barbecue is still going. They having them a good old time. So Teddy is still in the desert. And at this point, he is looking at Alejandro's um picture that the wife gave him. Remember Alejandro's wife gave him a picture of their family. And he like, I'm sure she wanted me to give you this while you were alive, but he's not knowing Alejandro is waking up in the background. Um he's waking up and you know Teddy turns around and sees that he is alive. So we go back into um Pedro's father's office and he is in there and Lucia father is in there as well now remember they're business partners that's their business and also they only deal with one product that is that is only marijuana and Lucia's father is dying he is very ill and the way that Pedro's father is talking to Gustavo we can see a lot of Pedro and his father and we can see a lot of Lucia in her father. Like Lucia, father, Lucia's father is very reserved. He just sits back and he listens. Pedro belittles Gustavo, talks to him like he's shit. You know, you can just see a lot of similarity where they rubbed off on their children. Um, but Gustavo's listen. He listens and he's like, yes, sir. You know, you can trust me. And he plays this position right. So after that scene... Uh, Teddy and Alejandro they kind of get it together they get the plane back up and working uh, Teddy realizes it wasn't a good idea in the first place to land there they kind of he helps them out gets them some water they get it together and they fly out get out of that desert and we see the police shows up at Franklin's in Jerome's the barbecue and they get to going off on Jerome Jerome come out there with a lot of high energy like it's my house and you know, Sissy tries to talk some sense into them. And while she's talking to them, like, look, this is something we do every year. Franklin yells in the background at them, calling them names. And Sissy, you know, she, she stands stern, but the police officers pushes them to the side and they put Franklin in the chokehold. And as we see, this was been happening for years. Cops putting black men in chokeholds was not that necessary but we did learn a few things within this scene 
We've seen in this scene that Alton is a straight coward. He's seen his son getting roughed up by the police, could barely fucking breathe in a chokehold, and he just stared there and walked off. He didn't wait to after Franklin was okay. He didn't, he didn't, he walked off. And we've seen the coward in Alton then. We've seen Sissy does not play about her son. We've seen a mother's unconditional love. And we've seen also the love that Melanie has for Franklin. You know, we also seen that Franklin boys don't play about him. One thing I can say is I loved it, the authenticity and the beginnings of the friendship between Franklin, Leon, and Kevin. I loved it that. Um, we've seen police brutality. And we've seen Andre punk ass walk up and he like, Melanie, you know, he, he's kind of like caught up in between two lives. You're doing a blue wall of silence and you're seeing the way these dirty cops move. But then you also want to come back to your neighborhood. You know, of course, you want to be a good man, but we'll get more into Andre's character later on. But we've seen a lot. That scene showed us a lot. And then after that, it kind of goes from scene to scene where you see um, Teddy and alejandro flying back in to the states we see the fireworks so we know they made it back in they're talking about the cia covering them as well and then you know he tells them about the picture that you know alejandro's wife gave him so that kind of closes up their scene where they made it back over there and you know they talking about how they got the cia coverage that's very important we go back into lucia's family and we see her and Gustavo, they're talking. We see Pedro and his father watching from the background. And they're seeing, you know, like, does he know that he's out of his league uh, dealing with her? He's the help. And, you know, you see a lot of similarities with the, between Pedro and his father. And but Pedro's father knows Gustavo is no dummy. He, try to tell, he tries to tell Pedro that. But that's going somewhere. They are not showing that for any for you know anything. That's definitely going somewhere. Um, then we go back into the barbecue at Jerome's, and by now everybody messed up. You know, everybody having them a good old time. Sissy comes out. She kind of consoles Franklin, and she already knows. She like, did he say anything before he left? And he like, nope. And she kind of gives him that look and he like, mom, good this time. I promise you, I'm good. So we can tell that this is a normal process for Alton walking in and out of their lives and that he has put them through a lot throughout these years. So all that hurt and pain and her going off of him didn't come out of nowhere. And we can tell, you know, Franklin has probably wanted his father in his life and he's probably always, always have been a letdown. So that scene showed a lot. Um, it pretty much wraps it up where Franklin and his crew, they all on the, on the port, on the, uh, roof, they just kicking it. They laugh and talking. And like I said, it's the brotherhood bond and it goes off with Franklin. Like, Hey, Kev, think you can get your auntie car tomorrow? He like, yeah, for what? You know, after they pour out some liquor for the dead homies <laughs> and he like, so we don't have to catch the bus to obvious. So, you know, on the next episode, Franklin back in the game and he taking his crew with him this time. So um, we know Avi will be back in the next episode. Of course, we know um, 
Gustavo, I forgot that part. Why him and Lucia was talking. We know that he wants to be a partner and not, you know, work for them and be the help. And that's what he was negotiating at that point. So that kind of wrapped it up where we know that part is coming where Gustavo, he wants, he wants his just do. He has put in work. He has t- um, got two bodies off of this. He has done just as much as uh pedro and lucia and she warns him that pedro will not be too happy but who cares what pedro wants right and we see that uh, teddy and alejandro is back they got the cocaine and they are ready to move and they can move how they want because teddy is cia and he knows the cia is backing them so that was a strong filler episode it filled in a lot of details with the history of you know, Franklin's past, his family's style is showing us where they're going with Lucia and her family. And it's showing on how the CIA is ready to do what they have to do to help the Contras win the war. <laughs> that was my recap. Um, I wanted to go ahead and do this because I figured it wasn't going to take long. But it was more like a filler episode. And I know I won't be back on to the end of the week. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I dropped episode four Friday. I dropped my 50th episode. Um, kind of more of a celebration. It was my top favorite 50 movies of the 90s. I just dropped Raising Canaan and we just did this. So I dropped content for you guys to get through for the week. Um, that's pretty much it. I'll try to come back on Thursday. But if not, I'll be back on Friday. I hope you guys have a beautiful night, a beautiful week. Stay safe out there. Be all you can be, all that good stuff. Positive vibes, positive energy, positive vibrations. And on that note, it's your girl Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice. Thank you.